what are you working towards in your life? All right, what I'm working towards is um, contributing in a positive way to kids. Okay. I, I teach seventh grade, and um, I had a hard time when I was in school. You know, I had a teacher tell me that I was, uh, no, I was a difficult kid. I was a terrible kid. <laughs> um, but I had a teacher tell me at one point in my ninth grade year that I was trash. I wasn't worth wow. her effort. And I, I believed it because, you know, I, I liked the teachers. I respected the teachers. I didn't like all of them. But, um, and that was the last day I went to school. That was it. I quit and then I left from home when I was 14. So just, you know, I thought it was not smart for a long time. And then I realized that was a terrible thing that that teacher did. And, yeah. you know, we've, we've worked with youth for the past 25 years. Um, and then, you know, I went to be a teacher and I was like, this is what I was meant for. Yeah. You know, I don't do public speaking at all. Like if I'm asked to do something in front of our staff, no way, you yeah. know, but in the classroom with kids, that's, that's what my calling is. So, and yeah. what I do in classroom is I, I, I definitely love my subject, which is history, but I teach them that they need to be free thinkers. Don't mm. be sheep. Don't just follow blindly. Yeah. Question and ask and, you know, yeah. Like figure out who you are. But so my goal is to contribute positively okay. to, to the youth. Yeah. So you're trying to prevent what happened to you from happening to other people. Yeah. Yeah, to okay. help people see their potential and yeah. who they are despite flaws. You yeah, know? that's beautiful. So, uh, obviously, at some point, you got rid of that belief that you weren't that you had no value. What was that like? Well, it was it was pretty amazing um, to realize I, I I did have value that I wasn't ignorant that mm -hmm. I just you know made some made some bad choices that. You know, um, put me behind a couple years, but but to realize that I wasn't what that teacher said, and yeah. that I was worth something, with my flaws and all, was it was awesome. You How know, did was, you realize that? I think it was through faith. You know, through faith. I, uh, gosh, I did lots of pretty bad things when I was younger, and you know, it took me a while to forgive myself for all those mistakes. You know, mm. and the pain I caused my family when I left home, and. And um, it was through faith, I think, that I saw my value because somebody else saw my value yeah. in Christ. So have you uh, made amends with your family? Do you have a relationship with them now? I do, yeah. That's good. Yeah. So what do you want out of life? What do I want out of life? I want, I want to find peace and happiness and I want to leave the world a better place than then I found it, I guess, yeah. in my own little corner. <laughs> okay. You feel like you're on the right path? Yeah, I do. That's I good. Do. How do you, how do you uh, answer that so confidently? You know, I, I have a heart for students that are really, really hard to reach. And the three students that were really hard to reach, that I knew were going to be difficult to reach, mm -hmm. um, you know, even after one of them got in trouble and they got ISS, they told me I was their favorite teacher. And we're like, this, I think this last week was the fourth week in school. And to have a student that, I've, you know, it's, it just seems like I've already made a difference there. I've already created a relationship, you know. And then, you know, there's another one that really has had such abuse and doesn't trust adults. Yeah. And she 
comes to my room as like a safe place, you know. So it yeah. kind of it just helps me to know that I am making a difference. Yeah. I am on the right path because I get those meaningful yeah. things. That's you good. Know, pretty Some, regularly. Yeah. Sometimes it can be very hard to see that you are actually making an impact. Have yeah. you had times where, where in retrospect you were making an impact but you didn't realize it? Oh yeah. Yeah, we were in youth ministry for years and years, and I'm not, you know, he's the, the front scene person. I'm kind of the back scene, do, you know, doing lots of the stuff, and he, he does mm -hmm. speaking. And um, years and years after, uh, you know, we had contact with one of our youth members. She, her sister told me that, you know, gosh, my sister just always talks about you still to this day. And, you know, just told me that, you know, me and her life was a big deal for her, and I never even knew. You know, I never knew. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of was yeah. nice. But yeah, oh, there's lots of times I think that anybody, anybody can say that they've made a difference in somebody's life. Yeah. They just don't know it. Yeah. You know? It can be very hard to see that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it just has to be blatantly obvious before you can realize it. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, good luck. What are you working towards in your life? Honestly, I'm working towards um, freedom, you know. Um, I think that whenever you are able to make, have like a sovereign, like a sovereign family unit, I think that's a very strong thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's kind of lost almost. I think that, you know, certain things going on in the, in the world, I think the family unit tends to get downtrodden and I want to have an extremely strong um, family unit and provide strength and freedom and stability to my to my family and to who I love um, okay. and my existing family and also the family I'm yet to have um, but yeah I think that's cool what I'm going for so how do you how are you working towards that so right now I'm actually a real estate and agent in the area um, doing that, I'm wanting to learn a couple different tips and tricks, kind of the lingo, I guess you'd say, um, just to be able to get, number one, a little bit more cash under the belt, but also um, a better understanding of kind of the logistics of land and everything like that, land acquisition. And I think one of the biggest things to add to your, like, I guess, sovereignty, sovereignty, if mm -hmm. I'm saying that right, sovereignty, um, yeah. is to have land and to have like a really a place for your family. So that's one of the steps I'm taking right now to be able to get to that because, um, yeah, I think not only is land a great way to build wealth, but beyond that, it's mm -hmm. a great way to maintain and, uh, and take care of the people that you love. Yeah. Yeah. So you may have touched on this a little bit already, but what do you want out of life? Um, <clears throat> honestly, I want to have wealth and love for everyone around me, um, and I want to provide, like, a sense of connectedness um, I want to let other people know that they're never never alone even though we're all eternally alone right yeah um, we're all gonna be alone basically but all that being said you're never like I'm alone you're alone we're together in that yeah you know what I mean so that's kind of where I'm at um, and I want to let people know that although you may feel alone you're never too far where you can't come back home again yeah you know so um, wander, but not those who wander are lost. Yeah. It's a lot, it's cliche, but you got to pay attention to the cliches, right? Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, I heard some in some song someone said, you know, we all die alone, and that's a very negative way to put it, but it's not wrong. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I mean, you know, it's crazy. I was listening to this book the other day. Actually, it's called. Uh, it's written by Kratz, or written by Kurt Vonnegut, but it's called Cat's Cradle, and he touches on a part where people that are connected at their soul die within a moment of each other because they're so connected, you know? So it's almost that, like, and you've seen that, like, whenever you have one person die in a family, grandma, yeah. and then grandpa goes two weeks later, you mm -hmm. know? And sometimes shorter than that just because the grief, you yeah. know? So there's something to be said about that. I think, you know, whenever you, one, if you're really connected to somebody else, I don't know if you do die alone, you know, but... Yeah. Hey. There's no way to know until you die, I guess. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And honestly, like, I don't, uh... I can't say I'm too attached to the idea of leaving a legacy because leaving a legacy, I mean, I've, I've read about like different philosophies and stuff like that and I really understood and felt the uh, philosophy that I think Plato had where nothing that you have here is going to last you. So yeah. like forget about a legacy, forget about being remembered for anything other than the dust that's going to be left in your, in your way, yeah. you know, so like um, I am borrowed dust and I'll give it back when it's done and yeah. say thank you. Yeah, just make the best of it while you got it. That's for sure, that's for sure. So, do you feel like you're on the right road? You know, I think that uh, every moment, I think currently where I'm at, I'm exactly where God has put me to be. And, um, and I can't say that's a certain type of like religion god that I'm talking about just a general aspect of oversoul yeah but all that being said like I mean I think if I could say it more succinctly there is a third person higher power myself right and that he's chosen every single part every single step that I'm taking and including the conversation I'm having with you mm -hmm. and uh, it's chosen it's all chosen and put into place for me and I'm just assuming that role and it's not a fatalist type of perspective. It's more of a um, delightful manifestation and assumption. So uh, this is definitely going off topic a little bit, but uh, good. do you do you feel like like everything is predetermined, or do you feel like you can deviate from that divine will? You know, I think that there is a divine will, but I don't think like. I don't think things are predetermined, honestly. Like, I think that if you have a will, then you can change anything in your reality. Okay. And that will is that path of water that leads you to the river where you need to be. You know, like, there's no, there's no divine or like, I guess, we're not stuck on any type of track. Yeah. We don't step in the same river twice. You know, like, we're not seeing the same, even though I see the same person, let's say my girlfriend, I see her every day, but every day it's different. Every breath I take with her is a different breath. And frankly, it could be, it's even a different person I'm talking to, different souls, different like evolution and growth that you see in somebody else, you know? Mm -hmm. So like even when you're, people think that they're stuck along the same track and that they're doing the same thing every day and they're with the same people, they seize the same people. There's different opportunities and different opportunities for growth every day. You know, so it's not, um, things always change and nothing ever stays the same. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that people are bound to any kind of path or, um, are, have a predetermined 
destination, but your determination in any situation allows for your path. Okay. Yeah. So do you think, do you feel like things have a tendency to follow that divine will most of the time? I think that since there is a divine will, everything follows him. Um, there's, we call this a universe, and it's one song, you know, there's no, um, it's all written by one hand, and um, everything plays along to the big orchestra, you know, yeah. it's, uh, what is it, it's, may the powerful play go on, and uh, I may contribute a verse, so, it's like that. I gotta talk a philosophy with you sometimes. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, let me know, man. What are you working towards in your life right now? What am I working towards? <sighs> that elusive learning to love yourself thing. Seems like a lifelong thing, doesn't it? Yeah. So what are you doing to achieve that? Well, I'm doing, uh, what I'm doing right now is that uh, living in the present as much as I can without the loop. Yeah. I think that's good. Anything else? Letting go of things that uh, harm me. Like what? Relationships. Trying to give up bad habits that I know I harm myself. I also heard that it's not the addiction that's the problem. It's what led to the addiction. Exactly, yeah. You don't just, you know, decide, oh, you know, I'm going to start a meth habit. You or don't do I, that. I'm going to harm myself today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not your goal, but subconsciously, you know, yeah. it's choose bad things to soothe ourselves when we're actually hurting ourselves. Yeah. And it's, exactly. to me, it's self-sabotage. It is, yeah. And it, it's, it's short-term gratification, yeah. even though... Yeah. It hurts you in the long term. It hit me the other day that it's it's a strange thing. It's um, I know it's all about programming at an early age, and you got to dig yourself out of that hole when you aren't in a healthy environment. Sometimes a very abusive environment. Yeah. And, and so that's what's so horrific about uh, childhood abuse and trauma is that it it changes that child into who that child's supposed to be and it's almost like brain damage yeah because they're programming these horrible things they're damaged yeah it's probably ans from ancestry that mm -hmm. they cannot break and, and yeah just it goes on and on and on yeah so that child you know uh whoever that child is spends their life digging out of that hole yeah because your program is you're not worthy you're not wanted you're not loved yeah if it's repeated Yep. It's kind of your trajectory, and it's it's up to us to break it. Exactly. And if it was that easy, all the gurus in the world would have Donald Trump's fake money. I mean, yeah. it just, no one has the answer. Yep. And I've listened to very wise people. Uh, very wise, I've trashed the other folks. And I only select few uh, that I know are speaking the truth. Yeah. Or daring to speak the truth. Yeah, it's very... Yeah, we just keep passing that down generation to generation until someone notices it and says, hey, this has to stop. Yeah, but I think for me, it, I notice, you know, it's it's being present in the moment. I stumbled up on this. Yeah. I was just walking, you know, Crystal Bridges trails, and I, I walked up on you, and 
Yeah. Well, I appreciate you stopping. So. Okay. That, so, that's a long answer. <laughs> that's a good answer. That's a really good answer. What do you want out of life? Well, my life hasn't been horrible, number one. I mean, I've had some really traumatic things, and I think for, from where I came from, uh, I think I've done pretty well. So I want to be kinder to myself. It's so easy for me to be kind to others. It's just, you know, but yeah. the one person I cannot be kind to, you know, is I'll look at the mirror. Yeah. I, I give people such a long rope, but mine is this yeah. long. And you need to recover in order to help people to the best of your ability, too, because hurt people hurt people. I need to be healthy so I can love everyone in such a healthy way. Yeah. Not think I have to earn someone's love. Yeah. That just the fact I exist and my behavior. I mean, that'd be all and, and how we treat others. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it all stems from how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. And I had to learn that, you know, working with people who aren't kind and toxic. I mean, not, mm -hmm. if you've ever worked with a toxic environment, you see what a cancerous thing that is. Oh, yeah. And I, I left a job because it was between that and, I mean, I just, this horrible feeling and that yeah. it, how it makes you feel when you don't want to feel that way. You don't want to be part of that. Yeah. And, uh, and I've, I've learned to walk away from things that harm me. That is good. Well, I'm 64, so. Yeah. I'm still learning to walk away from things. Let me, let me back up. <laughs> I am still, no guru here. I am still learning how to walk away from things that harm me. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it can be people who harm me. I'm gonna get real here. Yeah. People who harm me. You have to remind yourself that this, you know, having poor mental health in whatever this situation mm -hmm. is simply isn't worth mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I, I was married for 33 years in a very abusive marriage, which was par for the course because, again, my programming. Yeah. And I uh, had the courage just to get in my car with my personal belongings and, and it was, it was, it was just, it's like the onion began to get peeled back. And, yeah. and now today, five and a half years later, me and my former spouse, because we share two daughters and two grandchildren, uh, he can walk in a room and I feel nothing. Well, actually I feel empathy. Yeah. For my abuser, which sounds so bizarre. Yeah. Well, but, but educating myself to narcissism and yeah. things like that, it woke me up. And we're just two sides of the coin. Yeah. And so I could forgive him. And once I forgave him and now realized how broken he was. Yeah. Uh, boy, did I start moving on. Yeah. It's good to feel empathy. And then I had to forgive myself for allowing yeah. that to happen. So it's and so many layers of that. Yeah. Healing. And I'm still healing, but I've kind of came a long ways. Yeah. It's good to feel empathy for your abusers, but you don't want to let that you empathy don't, justify do. their actions. Never, nor would you walk backwards into that. Yeah. So it's just a peaceful feeling. It's just a peaceful feeling. Yeah. I think it's better for everyone at, at, at holidays and gatherings that it is for our daughters and our grandchildren to set that example. I dance the dance with him. When I, when I realized my part in it, you know, yeah. uh, then I began to heal. 
So I can't go to those sites where they just curse the evildoer and I'm the innocent little, no. No one was innocent in that. Yeah. I allowed someone to treat me that way. I danced the dance. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. And once I saw my part and my brokenness and why I would you know, be attracted to someone who would eventually yeah. harm me psychologically. So do you feel like you've forgiven yourself? That, see, again, easier to, <laughs> going backwards, or easier for me to forgive you yeah. uh, for a transgression than for me to forgive myself. Still working on that? So, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm able to laugh at myself. I have a really good sense of humor. Yeah. As some people may call it sarcasm. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> but, but humor is, has been a good coping skill of mine. Yeah. I just, I can see the funny in the absurd. Yeah. Yeah, humor is a great coping mechanism, mm -hmm. for sure. People who have been through a lot usually have very good sense of humor. You know, Sometimes very dark, but... Mine's <laughs> not really dark, it's, and I never want to hurt anybody's feelings. And I love someone who likes to, uh, to uh, trade licks. Yeah. <laughs> with sarcasm. And not to the point of hurting your feelings, but yeah. I do enjoy talking to someone like that, because I get it. You know? Yeah. So do you feel like you're on the right road? I keep looking for that road. Can't say I found it yet. Well, but at least I'm questioning where the road is. Yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> that questioning process is a road in and of itself. Yeah. So as long as you're moving. And there are days I don't do. want to. You know, now we live during this crazy, bizarre pandemic. Yeah. You know, and you know, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I, I walk among the unconscious when I'm with people, because we are all unconscious. I think only a small amount of percentage of people in this world, small, yeah. are actually, because we're, we're, we're evolving as humans, and there's a small fraction that are waking up. Yeah, a lot of us are just living in the routine. And not Anyone really that doesn't think they're brainwashed, go five, go five hours without your cell phone. Everybody's brainwashed in some way. Look at an intersection. It, go see two a couple eating dinner, and what are they doing? Looking at their phones. I mean, we have lost connection. Yeah. And we got to find our way back. Yeah. Well, that was that was great. I appreciate your honest answers. You're welcome. Anything you'd like to add to that? I'm just a. Another broken human like everyone else trying to find my way. And I think it starts with, you know, just learning to love yourself. And from that, everything else flows. Yeah. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Well, thank you.